And welcome to The Hot Flush, your premier podcast for the perimenopausal. You're joined, as always, by your host, Mrs. Woog, and my gorgeous friend in green, <gasps> Mrs. Berry. How the devil are you? Oh, God, it's like the passing of Haley's Comet, isn't it? We're just, <laughs> this year, it is, I think this is only our seventh episode know, for the entire year. I know, I feel bad for our pa- Uh, Yes, and look, thank you for your ongoing support, even though we have been rather silent on the airwaves. And apparently Mrs Woog was rather silent on our last issue, on our last episode. So my apologies. I think that had something to do with how I mixed the tracks uh, when I was doing that at home later. Um, But do you know what, Mrs Woog? What, darling? Sometimes absence makes the heart grow fonder. And I'm really, I'm really... I'm here for it. Like I've, I feel like I've got my hot flush heat back, <laughs> but the good heat. Well, it has been a weird year, hasn't it? It's been very weird. Well, yes, my ongoing health battles you, are you're, still ongoing because well, I have some constipation issues. I know. This is a new development. Oh, my God. What's going on? More, uh, more soluble fibre and more water. Oh, no, I'm drinking a lot of water mm. and I've had two of those awful sachets this morning. So if I need to dash off quickly, <laughs> you'll know why. <laughs> oh, look, that'd be right, isn't it? You're either shitting bricks or shitting your pants. It's I just know. Welcome to middle-aged womanhood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've got to get a mammogram next week as well oh. and an ultrasound. Anyway, I'm so sick of myself. I just don't, don't want to go to the doctors for ages now. Um, How... The last time we checked in was literally, I think, barely a week after your histo. How are you? I'm terrific. Like, why the fuck didn't I do that two years ago? Oh. I can't believe that I let myself <laughs> go so bad that I hit rock bottom and then discovered that rock bottom had a basement. <laughs> and I went down there. Uh, I wasn't sleeping. I was irritable. I was crying all the time. I just... And now I've got energy, like, look at me, I'm sleeping well, I'm, my, my temper has evened out, things wow. don't shit me off as much. I like, not having a period is probably the best thing ever. Uh, <laughs> I wore white, like, I bought a white dress, I wore white jeans. <laughs> I'm back. Oh, wow. And I know that She does look tickety-boo. Oh, I know, they're estrogel. Oh, my God, look at my skin. I know. Estrogen. Estrogen gel in your arms and then it gives you skin like a 16-year-old. Well, aren't you the poster child for actually taking care of yourself? (laughs) (laughs) Who'd have thought? But I do know that so many people are still sort of suffering and I'm just saying to them, you don't have to put up with it. You don't have to put up with it. And And look, I went away last weekend on a writer's retreat I went, you didn't tell me about that. I would have liked to have gone. I went – well, I booked it two years ago. We were meant to go last year and then uh, obviously COVID hit. The retreat is run by a group called Me Time Experiences, which is two sisters who are just the most glorious humans. They do lots of different ones. They do a singing one and, a, um, and they do – I'll go to that one. They do – the singing ones that they do are amazing. They've actually travelled like – overseas to singing competitions and stuff uh but they do obviously they do this writer's retreat with our friend maggie mckellar who said to say hello oh i love her and uh Did we go to uni with her is that how we know no, you went to school with her oh that's right i think she was a year below you she's a very clever writer oh she's remarkable she's written two books or maybe is it three two i think she had an australian story 
documentary. She, yeah, she did. She had. Why she... haven't we had an Australian story <laughs> about us? I know, right? God. Anyway, um, that was a sidetrack. And that was, uh, you know, that was part of me t- taking care of myself. Uh, it was sort of curtailed or sabotaged moderately when I first arrived because I still had a university assignment to do. And then the first day on the sat- – so we got there the Friday. The Saturday I slept most of it because oh, – divine. Well, I was up late writing the last essay and up early doing it to the point that when I was writing it, if I'd stop and think about something, I would fall asleep <laughs> at the computer. And in the end, I just went, fuck it, and handed it in. I don't have any recollection of what's in it. Uh, I have no... So it's probably look, your best work. I meant, to, uh, I meant to be starting the second term of it on this Tuesday. I may well get the, you know, thank you, but... No, thanks. No, thanks. Anyway, <laughs> uh, but gosh, it was lovely. And the flow on from that was yesterday... We were down uh, at Balmoral, which is also known as the whitest suburb in Sydney. It's like you imagine a white crisp sheet blowing on the wind on the on the clothesline. That's Balmoral. <laughs> and you know it costs $15 an hour to park. I know. But- I know. Anyway, Rob does some volunteering down there and uh, I went for a walk on the beach. And then I went and sat on that little knobbly headlandy bit, that, which is apparently called the island. I call it the knobby bit. Do you want to know what I did? Uh, yeah, go. What? I wrote a poem. Oh, did. <laughs> I wrote a fucking poem. I even told Maggie. I said, I've been journaling every day this week and then yesterday I sat on the headland at Balmoral and I wrote a fucking poem. Like, who has tickets on themselves? <laughs> like, seriously. Just came out of me. I'm like, what is that? Well, I went to Kiama. Yeah, you went to Kiama. I'm not. I'm not sure how much poetry was involved in Kiama. <laughs> oh my god! I went to Kiama because it was the uh, combined high school state championships, uh, which Harry was playing for the Northern Beaches North Shore team. Um, mm. I've never smelt <laughs> so much bo, <laughs> and they would just be like, there's hundreds of boys, big rugby oh, boys, and yeah. they're just all walking past me, and I'd just. Go, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how much Lynx, Denka Rub and B.O. can you oh, all smell in one go? Gosh, but I tell you, yeah, Harry's a big boy, but these boys were just enormous. Yeah, and uh, yeah. I think that the title was taken out by the Western Sydney team. Right. Who basically at halftime, you know, had a ciggy and a few bloody rollies and a few beers and went and did a child support payment and... You know, they were like grown-up men. <laughs> I remember when Felix played that whenever we played like the Western Sydney teams, we would arrive so and good. go, they're all shaving. <laughs> like and our guy, like this was when they were like 12 or 13 and it would be like, they're all shaving and they're like, they're men. Like they're, they're men. Mm. Yeah. I have to give a shout-out to the teams, the, the Dubbo team that goes from Dubbo down to Tamworth. They Don't they go up to Tamworth? Up. From Tamworth up to Dubbo. Tamworth down. Dubbo's. Oh, no. no it's Maury, not. sorry. Oh, Maury. God, I'm getting my regional areas I mixed know. up. I know. I was just going to go, that's unlike you. Maury down to Tamworth. And they were all sort of white farmer boys, mm. very fit. And they were, they sort of were very good. I was hoping they would win. But anyway, boring. But I all, love Kiama though. Oh, but they're all the public school boys, aren't yeah. they? So it's not like they're all boys that go to the pub that, that are boarders in Sydney oh, no. and now are playing for that region. They're actually out at, you know, Moree High. Yeah. Yeah, 
that's oh, that makes me that I, that pleases me. Yeah, mm. and they were lovely. Everyone's sort of mm. hoping they would win. But um, and Kiama, what a commendable town! Commendable. It was just delightful. <laughs> we stayed in this lovely. Did apartment. you go and did you go and see the blowhole? Uh, you know, I didn't. It was very, very overcast. It was quite wet. And it was wasn't wet it, when you were down yeah, there. Yeah. Anyway, fucking. If I never see another. Um, oh, Richard Glover's just texted me. What? Mm. I think I got a pocket dial from you last night. Oh. Uh, Oops. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Richard. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's drop a name, uh, shall we? I know. Clang <laughs> as uh, a competing podcast. Yes, because we're really in the realm of, you know, <laughs> chat 10 looks three. Uh, yes, so you didn't go to the Kayama Blowhole. No, I didn't. But I, I did go to a lot of country bakeries. Oh, that's pleasing. Did you find a good vanilla slice? Oh, I no, had, you wouldn't be up for a vanilla no, slice, would you? You don't like that texture. that texture. But I did find the world's best melting moment. It was $5, but worth every cent. Oh. So I don't think we've spoken since we took the little boys to Melbourne. No. I think that was after, after your histo. Um, we took the boys down to Melbourne when we were meeting with our ring, Designer. our jeweller, doing the rings. And we went to the Vic, Queen Vic Markets. And there's an old bus there where you can get hot jam donuts. Yeah, five for $7. And let me tell you. Did you have five? I, I wanted five <laughs> and Rob ate two of them. And then I very generously shared the, the third one. And I, I can't tell you the strength it took for me to not go back and get more. The fallout of all of that sugar on my body was totally worth it. Shit your pants? Almost. Yeah. And the joint pain. And the hot flushes, you know, but I would do it all again tomorrow. I don't tomorrow. get any of that anymore. <laughs> Nothing. No, but you could you could still be getting hot flushes. Just oh, no. because you well, were, I haven't. Yeah, see, look at that. Nice. Mm. Uh, and anyway, it turns out that hot jam donuts or warm jam donuts, they're a Melbourne thing. They're not a Sydney thing. And I found this Reddit feed about where can I find hot jam donuts in Sydney and like, you, like they have in Melbourne and someone responded, Melbourne. Mm. <laughs> So, if anyone does know anywhere in Sydney that does a good hot jam donut, or because I think in Sydney we try and be fancy and call them bombolini or bomboli or you know like the Italian, but anyway, I just want a hot jam donut with sugar on it, not icing sugar. That's bullshit. Okay, can I change tack now? Yes. Do you know I've got a new dog? Well, <laughs> I have on my notes because we both have notes today. Who even are we? And I've written down. Who is this Muppet from Fraggle Rock that is living in your house? Um, she's a two-year-old uh, Pomeranian cross Maltese. She's about half the size of Isabel Barbs and her name is Mocky. And she, <laughs> she's looking at me now because she knows I'm talking about her. She's obsessed with me. She's obsessed with Kate. And um, so she's sort of I looked after her for a day. Yeah. And now she just lives here because she just likes it and I like her. And and what did the owner say? Um, well, the owner's 22 and she just moved up from Melbourne. Right. And so she's a, like, she's going out all the time. She's living in a one-bedroom apartment. It's a yappy dog. Yeah. You know, so. She just went. I, I will, we've just taken her. <laughs> so there's just been no ongoing contact. Like, oh, you just- know, she, she texted me Happy Mother's Day this morning. <laughs> oh, my God. 
<laughs> and happy Mother's Day to you all out oh, there. yes. Happy Mother's Day. Isn't it a if weird it is for, day? If it is for you. Yeah. Some it's... people it's not a good day. And so, if, you know, a shout out to you lot too who are not having the greatest of days. Yeah. Why isn't it a good day for some people? Because well, some people's mothers are C-U-N-T-S's. Yes. Some people don't have a mum or some people have recently, well, not even recently, some people's mum has passed away and it's just a day of remembering her and not feeling great. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's uh, it's an interesting... Mother, mother-child mother relationships are always uh, – they're just fascinating. They are, yeah. Harry got up and wished me happy birthday. <laughs> and Jack gave me a beautiful handbag, a card, some chocolates, some chromanthemums, whatever they call. <sighs> Hashtag currently the favourite. Always the favourite. <laughs> Especially after me spending three days with Harry down in the rain watching him play football. Oh, oh my, my God. The things we do. Oh, my God. Um, well, Jasper bought me a new plant. So that's always a winner. It's sitting on. It's now in the windowsill in our bathroom, so I can look at it every day. Uh, and Oscar bought me a little, um, a, you know, square box of Ferrero Rochers and uh, some Skittles. Interesting, and uh, some Byron Bay triple choc chip cookies. That's good. And a card. What so, else? Um, and I haven't seen Felix yet, and I haven't seen Grover yet. <laughs> But we're all going out to lunch with oh, my brother so and mum at two down, o'clock. We're going to a pub at two thirty. Yeah, we're going. We're going to our local called Oceans, and I'm going to have the calamari and some chips. I'm going to have a steak sandwich at the Curabilly Hotel, <laughs> and then we're going to come home, and they're all going to go, "What's for dinner?" And I go, "I've Fuck already off, made all it. of you soup." <laughs> um, okay, so let's get cracking. Oh, hang um, on. I just want to oh, give. On. I just want to give a little quick update. Remember, I told you the story about Jasper's friend who was assaulted. Yes, and they, the two assaulted, the two alleged um, uh, offenders were are currently out. Were currently out on bail. One was under house arrest, and one was uh, had a curfew. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one who was under house arrest. Uh, then allegedly um, assaulted another boy Jesus. far worse <gasps> than what he did to uh, Jasper's friend. friend. Um, allegedly, uh, there's video of it, so it's not that part of it's not alleged. I mean, you can see it. He ties this kid up, he's drugged, they tortures him. It's just horrific. Um, so, curiously, his bail for Jasper's friend's. Um, Assault has been revoked and he is now in juvenile detention. Good. But, you know, it comes back to that whole discussion we had about it in terms of, you know, uh, when you're talking to your kids and this sort of stuff happens and that you have to talk about it and even though that's scary, it's the right thing to do to stop because how far will these people go? Mm. Well, this is how far this kid would go. Mm. And God no, and let's let's be honest, if that's what he's doing at 16. Yeah. No. So... Um, Meanwhile, Jasper's friend is now getting more bullied and has been assaulted more times for being a snitch. So let's all just have conversations with our kids about violence and about uh, reporting it and, and trying to do something about it is not being a snitch. It's actually being incredibly brave. Yep. Right. Speaking of incredibly brave, I do want to give a shout out to... The unknown woman who got up in court last week and <gasps> mm. testified against Jared Hayes 
apparently she was fairly magnificent. Right. Um, and very, very brave. And what a scumbag. Yeah. Yeah. And there was uh, some player who came out and defended him and just sort of went, you know, you've got him in prison and away from his family and you no, no, no. And now he's come out and apologised because he's lost his contract in the US. I know. And he's about How to lose his good was here. those New York people? <clears throat> they just went, yeah, nah. Shut it down. Nah. But interestingly, his, his apology just shows that he still doesn't get it. No. He just doesn't get it. Like, like his, apo- his apology was to all of his – to all of – to men, he said, to, to men, was to, to watch your words because so they'll get you in trouble. That's not even an apology. It's not an apology. Just, oh, my God. Anyway, anyway. hey, yes. final thing before we move on to readers' questions. Um, not readers' questions, oh. readers – oh, what are we doing? Have you got something else you want to talk about? Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, okay, good. Um, I cooked salmon this week. It's only the second time in my life and it was delicious. Do you want to know why I don't cook salmon? Because for 20 plus fucking years I washed chef's uniforms that had been, you know, worn by someone pin boning salmon all day. So you can imagine what they smell yeah, like. Oh, yeah, you've got post-traumatic stress disorder. Yeah. And I almost couldn't do it, like when I sort of first opened them and I just went, oh, I don't. But I did, there's an Adam Lior recipe on goodfood.com.au uh, where he does some pan-fried salmon with corn, garlic and corn and beautiful. I added broccolini and off we went. It was delicious. So if you're scared of cooking something, people, don't be. It's good soup weather and I've got a big pot of pea and ham soup on the boil today. Very nice. Hey, um, this morning I thought it was interesting, Mother's Day, that um, Josh Frydenberg has announced there's a $354 million in the budget to support women's health and well-being. I saw him being interviewed by Mark Riley on Channel 7 this morning. I've never seen anyone look so uncomfortable <laughs> talking about women's issues as this bloke. He didn't blink. Like he was just like <laughs> robo. He was so scared he was going to say something oh, wrong. I know. But, I mean, I think that's terrific. Um, but, you know, there's something a bit uncomfortable about the way it was sort of presented on Mother's Day is that tokenism is that what, you know, there's so much happening with women at the moment. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think uh, I think it's about time. Mm. Um, but I really think we have a government, uh, a federal government that just doesn't get it. No. And like, I still can't believe that that Women's March that went on, of mm. which we went to, um, that Scott Morrison didn't come out and address anyone. Oh. Like, that's just shocking in Canberra. Yeah. Because they're all too busy wanking on desks. Ugh. No, that's a different story altogether. So do you know that's part of the – there's, um, you know, LGBTQI staff within Parliament House just have their own form of living hell mm-hmm. and that this was something that was sort of going on within that oh, – I didn't know that. cohort. That. And this is actually um, – this has actually come from basically someone who was scorned by – the guy who did it, so it actually had it actually had nothing to do with whoever that the desk belonged to or anything right. like that. It was kind. It was look. It's still not great behaviour. Like I'm not. I'm not. But it's not. It, it's a. It's actually a different whole um, discussion about um, 
revenge sort of I don't know, revenge Fucking porn, revenge porn, is. and but it's a really interesting story about how that got traction um, because it actually had nothing to do with the the treatment Politics. of women. Yeah, right. Um, it was this particular person just us- using that to for revenge and yeah. Anyway. Um, I put up a post this week on the page by Virginia Trioli called Female Contingency Brain. Oh, it was so good. Please, everyone, just go and find it. It's just so great. It's just, it's just so great. You know, it's one of those things that I read and I thought, fuck, I wish I'd written that. Yes, yeah, same. Oh, and like, and Annabelle Crabb puts one out every Friday of the week in review and every single one I read, I just go... I just want to write like that. I know. I just want to be able to pull all those strings together and historical references and, you know, like a wordplay and, oh, God, so good. Anyway, she says here, one listener said to me yesterday when we were talking about who should be in charge of our floundering vaccination rollout, give it to a netball umpire. It'll be done by Saturday morning. Women who can start out with a couple of loaves of sliced white and end up with a school hall filled with perfectly symmetrical curried egg sandwiches. Women who sort the volunteer rosters of women who themselves sort the rosters of women who work for them. All while carpooling, boundary umpiring and nose wiping. Women who march into a bushfire disaster, flood disaster and before the day is out have the town fed, watered, clothed and sheltered. So true. Why the hell weren't a few of them put in charge? And then she says... I've always loved a clipboard bitch. (laughs) Those phenomenally competent and organised women who have the kind of steely-minded and highly sophisticated executive function about which AI designers can only have electric dreams. Oh, come on. She's killing me. Words, I know. (gasps) Speaking of clipboards. Yes. During my time down at Kiama, there would have been clipboard bitches down there. Um, but it was it was very male sort of everywhere. There wasn't yeah. a lot of chicks. And, and it was cold and rainy and wet. And I was looking up at the grandstand and there was a nice sort of warm room atop of the grandstand. I thought, I'm going to go and sit up there. So I've walked in and I've gone, oh, shit. And because it, it says officials only. And I thought, <laughs> well, if I just walk in and pretend that I'm official, then I should be fine. Uh-huh. So I've sat down and watched about ten minutes. And then this man came up to me and said, excuse me. Are you here in official capacity? I said, yes. He said, oh, okay. I said, I'm officially t- cold and tired and cranky and I can't see very well from that down there. And then I was escorted from the grandstand <laughs> because they were all the selectors. They're choosing the state oh sides God. and they couldn't talk about it. And I said, I'm not going to tell anyone. And they're oh going, no, well, we can't discuss it with you in the room. And I was like, right. <laughs> you watch me go. Oh, God, that's so funny. Yes, I'm officially cold and wet. <laughs> oh, my God. More hide than Jesse the elephant, oh, I tell no. you. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so <sighs> it's, uh, just that, you just go and read that Virginia Trioli thing. I, I haven't been able to get it out of my head ever since I read it. Uh, okay, what else should we talk about? We've talked about my new dog. I've talked about... Um, oh, there's this thing coming up in a couple of weeks. <gasps> What could that be? I think I'm getting married. Yes, the day <laughs> is coming up. It's the 6th of June. Yes. It's Sunday. It is. Jack has sought and got permission to wear the sequined 
Carla's and Patty Pat Correct. suit. Yes. Because I said you better just check because that is quite the showstopper. Yeah. <laughs> um, I am more than happy. I'm hoping everyone is going to be a showstopper. Her- but let me just say no one is going to stop the show more than my man Rob. Yes. And you're all just going to have to wait. Yes. But it it's just going to be quite spectacular. So just roll with it, people. Just roll with it. Um <laughs> It's very exciting. I think we've officially moved out of that worry and that sort of into the fun. Into the just, oh, my God. Where are you registered? Oh, my God, yes. Oh, God, I haven't done a registry. (gasps) What should we do? Oh, don't. They're so tacky. Aren't they terrible? Should we go to Peters of Kensington? Oh, and why don't you do a wishing well? Oh, no, I've organised butterflies to let go and maybe some doves. (laughs) Although cockatoos cockatoos are our favourite bird, like also also known as jerk birds. Um, So maybe we could have a jerk bird that we just release. (laughs) Or we can get a couple of bush turkeys. Oh, plenty of those up around Avalon. Would you like me to bring Mocky? (laughs) To be the ring bearer? Walk me down the the non-aisle. It's so funny when we met with our silver. going to be like... Are you going to be hidden out the back and no. then no, you're just going to be greeting guests as they yeah, arrive. We're Thank all you. there. Oh we're all just God. having a party. Yeah. And then and then our beautiful celebrant Grace, um, who I actually work with, uh, is just we're just gonna do it. Yeah. Like just and, there. And Jack's doing your makeup? Jack's gonna do my makeup. <laughs> Cause I was gonna do it myself. And then I went, Who the fuck are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> And you'll be you'll be like say that's the day I decided to experiment with turquoise eyeshadow. Yes. Little did I know. <laughs> and I'm looking back on that for years to come, I realised turquoise was not my colour. No, no. God. Can we talk about my new chairs? <gasps> so I think you all remember that uh, Mrs. Woog hired a Smokey Dawson for recliner. Uh, recliner for her recovery. And basically the whole family just loved it so much. <laughs> they now have two equivalents in their Alexander living room. Alexander Taylor, English designed, beautiful leather, yeah. bottle green recliners. They're actually gorgeous. They suit the house so well. They look like they've been here the whole time. And it was so funny because we went to Lunatics, which is one of our favourite shops. And I was just sort of going, hmm. Oh, they're big. Are they ugly or are they gorgeous? Like, I couldn't work it out. Yeah. And then I sat in it. And you went, who and cares? And I went, fucking, uh, <laughs> in the car you go, both of you. And now we've got like Ma and Pa set up in there you with do. little rugs. Oh, I know. So good. I know. Can we lie in them at half time today? Oh, God. Imagine that. Oh, no, because we'll never come back. Yeah. No, we will. You sure? Yeah. 26 minutes. Oh. We were going to keep this to half an hour. I know. Okay, we're going to have a quick break and go and lie in the chairs. I'm going to come back and tell you how that lie went. Yes. See All right, soon. we'll be back soon. And we're back. Thank you. How was your sit in the chair? Oh, I almost fell asleep. I just did have a little micro sleep. <laughs> a little micro sleep. I turned on my side and snuggled in and smelt that leather and, oh. I can't. So good. Do you know one of the reasons why I think they're so comfortable is because they're wide. They are wide. And so you can turn on your side or or just snuggle in and it still supports you. Yes. But you can – there's room to like, you know. Yes. I look at those um, fancy – like fancy ones and mm. just go, they're just too utilitarian. Yeah. Anyway. Gosh, we're so interesting. Um, isn't it exciting that we're going out for dinner this week? Yes. That was a lovely little – 
suggestion? Mr. Woogs and I decided that all on our own. <laughs> <laughs> no, you talk about food basically the whole time. Yeah, that is that is true. So they've booked somewhere for Wednesday night. Wednesday night at 5.30. At 5.30. <laughs> because we know who we are and we own it. <laughs> so... You put something up on the Facebook page. Oh, I did. Listen. (laughs) This did not go the way it was planned. I really thought everyone would get their snark on and just be sort of like, you know. Okay, well, what did you put up on the page? I said, you know, whoever the mother figure is in your life and blah-de-blah and it's Mother's Day and, you know, give me the three words that mean, you know, that that mean mother to you, that mean mum to you. And I really thought it would be, you know, I'm hungry, where's my dinner, where's my socks, uh, you know, can you draw, you know, can you take me, I mean, all of these are more than three words, yeah, yeah. but, you know, and instead you all went soppy on us, Jesus. They were very sweet. Oh, so sweet. I've like, I haven't checked in on the Facebook page for a long time and clearly they've all gone soft. <laughs> They used to just be a big pack of bitches and now they're just like this group of saccharine sweet just, you know. Well, you know, mother, I'm so torn about this, Kim, because sometimes I think it's nice, like, you know, when you get a present and stuff, but then, like, it's a bit tokenism or... What? Someone hit the car. When? I don't know, probably last night. Oh. We were scratching the side. Okay, well, we're podcasting at the moment. Okay, that's fine. That's lovely. Um, yeah, so and, – and because it started out as, you know, trying to better women's um, – women's, you know, just position in society and suffragettes suff- – what's that Suffragettes? Word? Suffragettes. Did it? Yeah. That's huh. how it started. With really? one woman honouring her mother who was – who did a lot of stuff for women's rights. That's how it started. Well – and I then, didn't, I and didn't then she that. got the sheets because Hallmark took it over and she's like, that's not what it's about. You're not even listening to me. I am listening to you. It was about the suffragettes and she wanted to honour her mother and then Hallmark took it over. Um, it's because I'm trying to log into the resi thing to make our booking. Can you not do that right now? Because we have well, people listening. If, I know. but Stop what it. We, what if we miss out? I want the shawarma. Okay, well, you press stop then. <laughs> no. You are not right, honouring our listening. listeners. Oh, please, you know that they'd be doing exactly the same thing. We can multitask us, ladies. Um, yeah, so you all went very saccharine. There were some that were quite good, though. So oh, go on, finish saying what you were saying about why you're now torn between what you think about it. Um, because I just read something about – stop laughing at it. Um, you know, laughing about at the dogs. Having cold coffee and cold toast and, like, anyway – I'm just being snarky because I'm very tired. So a friend who I went to school with, Nikki, who was the one that introduced me to Kenny Rogers and to this day every time I hear the gambler, all it is is, is Nikki, she's just uh, put up a picture um, from one of her kids that says, hey, mum, can you please put in some money into my account for a Mother's Day present? Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> It's exactly what what Grover would do. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's have a look. Um, what someone's just said. 
Oh, that's weird. Okay. <laughs> Lots of kindness, support, unwavering love. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, it's just, yeah, non-stop talking. I did actually like that one. Oh, my God. <laughs> like this is – don't you think this really actually is – what we're like and it gets worse as you get older. This is what Emily said. Non-stop talking, scrupulous descriptions of people and situations and a constant supply of food. <laughs> so true. Mum tells me all these stories about these people and I go, I don't even know who that is. Yeah, yeah. She goes, oh, so Joy's in the hospital yeah. and so on bridge on Friday, I just don't know. We just, we, now we need to find someone else. And so well, you should I went, have seen the and top I, she chose to wear. <laughs> and, then, and so I went to the, you know, I went up to their house and no one was home. So I went to the neighbours. I'm just going, oh, my God. The neighbour must be like, what are these crazy septuagenarians doing? Filling the space. And then she goes, so Clive's going to do it. I'm going, oh, Clive. <laughs> so good of him to step in. What? Like. So now I literally go, when mum says it, tells me a story, I literally go, how are they? And she'll just go, oh, they're good. Yeah, no, they're better now. And I'll go, oh, yeah, wasn't she in the hospital? Oh, no, no, that was, you know, so, and it's just, oh, you evil bitch. I know. It's almost like, you know, um, there's a, there's, I can't remember who it was, but someone had a someone had a policy where they their parent had alzheimer's and every time they go and see them and and they'd do the do you want to put that on silent and stay present in the moment well it's hard because look i know <laughs> meanwhile we've got the dogs like i don't even know what that's called courting playing are they both girls yeah, yeah. they're both girls mm. they're my bitches <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and anyway, and then one day they just decided they were going to go along with it. So whatever their parent was saying, like, you know, she was on a boat or she was out and, where, where, where are we going? And, you know, oh, storm. And <laughs> and so I've decided that the best way of doing this is not to just go, Mum, I don't know who these people are. Like, I've never met them. Turn it into a game. So now I'm just like, oh, you know, and did she turn up last week? And, yeah. yeah. Is she still wear- has she still got her arm in a sling? <laughs> Could really have fun with that. Well, you know, and and I, I and now I'm at a point where I kind of know the names. And get this, I took on Tuesday. I took Mum to her neurologist <laughs> appointment. Remember, she had a little scare. Yes, last year it was a mini, maybe a mini stroke. stroke. Yes, of course. So, can I just tell you, modern medicine? She went and had the scan. She she had the scan at the imaging place in the morning, and then. An hour later, we're up with the neurologist and he pulls them up the images on the screen. They're these 3D images of basically the arteries going that go up your neck and into your brain. And he's just looking at them and there was a one little thing where they were worried that that might have been like an aneurysm and he's like, look, I, it's, I can't not. work in these conditions. <laughs> I've got dogs running around. I've got children getting chocolate. Hello, namaste, my beautiful boy that gave me all my... Yeah, he's things. yeah, yeah. Uh, Mummy loves you. Mummy loves you the most. <laughs> You're not allowed to say that. Yes, I can. Um, and there it is. You know, like up on the screen, and you can turn the image around and look. And I'm just going, they're the artery, like the carotid artery going up a neck. And excuse me, they pulled my freaking uterus out of my belly button. I know, amazing. Um, anyway, that was that was a weird. Segway. Trajectory, yeah. Well, um, my mum's moved house. Oh, what's the new house like? Beautiful. Is it? It's smaller, obviously. Oh, no. Like, it's smaller. Yeah, it's on less land and stuff, but it's yeah. so nice. She's so happy there. Is and it I, old? Like, uh, yes, but 
tricked up, like zhuzhed. Right. So I went out and I said I was going to spend one night because I always just say one night because then I can see if I really want to come home the next day. Yeah. I ended up staying two. I had such a lovely time. Aw. Seriously, girls. Go. Hey. It's enough. Oh, my God. There's enough underbite in both of them to, you know. Oh, now here's, here's some more dogs. (gasps) <gasps> is this Slinky? No, this is Shay. Oh, which one's Shay? Hang oh. on. Can you press pause? Okay. This is literally an animal house. Hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it is an animal house. Yes. Well, we've just had uh, some more dogs visit. Yes. My father-in-law has just dropped over a lovely bottle of Claire de Lune Buffalo Vale Gin. Distilled in Sydney to replace yeah. a bottle that I bought down at Kayama from a local distillery, which I left in the apartment. Yeah, that's disappointing. The cleaners thanked me. <laughs> oh, that's sad. That is sad. This must be very interesting. Stop it! Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Have a taste. Not bad. Lovely. Anyway. Are we just not talking anymore <laughs> at, the, at the podcast? <laughs> I think we've just run out of puff. <laughs> Ooh. Kim's just having a little swig from my... That's interesting. Mm. It's, it's berry. There's some sort of juniper. Well, they all have juniper. Oh, that's It has to have juniper. <laughs> well, it's otherwise very it's, Otherwise it's just vodka. Well, it's very pronounced. Oh, that's quite nice. Mm. Right. Um, shall we go back to... Uh, um, what everyone else was saying, because there were some funny ones. Um, what is that? Oh my god, they're licking out. Oh my, yeah. Okay, no, let's just sh- let's just shut it down. <laughs> what are you looking down. forward to this week? Uh, having dinner with you and you and Mister Woogs on Wednesday night. Okay, and so what sort of things can we look forward to eating? Because you, you and Mister Woogs were very excited. So chicken fingers, as in not actual chicken feet, but the chicken fingers like in filo pastry oh yum and beautiful baba ganoush and um, i love ganoush. and um the chicken shawarma was amazing now you did describe that and that sort of perked my interest a bit yes yeah, what was it with just it just comes with flatbread and it's just beautifully succulent chicken with succulent. some pickled you know with some red onion and just it's just really nice and uh, so that's a bit that's a little bit exciting. That's fun. Um, I'm having a mammogram. Yes. Um, I'm what, going what day back, is that? Uh, I haven't worked it out yet. Um, I'm going back to Huffy Puffy on Tuesday after uh-huh. a hiatus of, of length, of note. I see. Um, and I'm going back in with a different mindset now because I'm, I've had the operation. Yeah. I'm basically a million years old. And all these are young'uns, right? So yeah, they all, are a young and group. And they're a young group and they're very fit and they've got babies and toddlers. Mm. And if I don't want to do the squats, I'm not going to do the squats and you can't make me. No. Just go at your own pace and do as much as you can do and want to do. Yes. We are, we are beyond the stage of really of having to flog ourselves. And getting yelled at. And, and can I just say, my shrink told me... <laughs> That they have discovered that just a gentle walk consistently has... Is that annoying you? No, it's not annoying. It's sort of just... 
ever present. Baffling. These dogs are just literally just sort of... Playing. They're just playing. So they just sort of just... Yeah. Just bite each other and dry root each other. And Anyway. <sighs> Interesting. What were we saying? I'm so pleased Isabel has a, has a friend now, though. Yes. I think that's I think that's a good thing. They're pack animals. I think they like. Yeah, having, they do. You know, they do. Uh, so yeah, so just what a gentle a yes. gentle walk is just as effective as uh, cardio work. Mm. So can I tell you about my my fifteen year old? Yeah, who got himself a gym membership? Yeah, and goes nearly every morning of the week before school, leaves yep. home at like good. six six thirty, and they all meet at the gym at and then go to the gym and then they. Go and get a coffee from a suitably hipster apocalypse coffee place and then they go to school. What healthy habits do you have instilled in your children? Well. Does that come from you or does that come from the wasband? Oh, oh, hang on. Oh, my God. Sorry, everyone. That was probably a little loud. Okay, I'm pressing pause again. Dear God. I think we're going to have to just wrap this up. This is ridiculous. I think we need to hire a studio. <laughs> okay, this was pretty, I mean, it was pretty funny. Yeah, it's normally they all just leave interruptions. I think they um, I think they're they're out of they're out of sync with us actually doing this. Yeah, I know. Interesting, funny. I like it. I have to go because I've got to get home to go and have my salt and pepper calamari and chips, and I've got to go and have my steak sandwich. Yes, are you going to have a little kip before you go? Yes, I am going to have a sleep. I'm knackered. Yes. Okay. Until Wednesday, I will see you. Thank you so much, dear listeners, um, for. For putting up with such a disjointed, fucked up episode. (laughs) I really do feel like we're back. (laughs) Okay, you have a great week. As we like to say, just keep plucking.